1: Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we have an action packed show. Uh, my original normal co hosts, Armando and Brito, are not here today, but I replaced them with better, more handsome versions of them. Uh, with me is John Chapman. I think you heard him a couple of weeks ago on this pod. What's up, John?
0: Oh, not much. I, I do find it very interesting that you refer to Armando and Brito as normal.
1: Yeah, they're definitely not normal. And with me as well, with myself and John, is Stephen Uh You may hear him on the DFS and Dynasty Eat podcast, uh, our sister pod, baby pod, whatever you want to call it. Steve, what's going on, buddy?
2: Uh, not much, man. I'm good. I'm guessing though, if you're saying that we're a better, more handsome version now that Armando doesn't look like Jesus anymore, yeah. yeah. Uh I, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, John would be Armando and I would be Brito just because I have the beard. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe.
1: Um. I mean, they, I think it would be interchangeable. You guys have features of both. Uh, John. I'm looking at a video of him and he looks like he's wearing a um tablecloth from the 1980s.
0: That is actually correct. My wife uh, <laughs> loves to buy shirts for me all the time, and she usually goes for this look that I refer to as the homeless lumberjack. I like it, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's how I would describe myself right now. Sure,
2: I like um, it. Well, I got to tell you what, her tailoring skills are A1, <laughs> just looking at that <sighs> shirt. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, 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 I feel homeless sometimes. I'm hey, just going to be honest.
1: It's okay, it's okay. No. Hey, uh, today, guys, we have a fun show. We are going back to the mailbag. I feel like we should have, like, I feel like Eat Sleep Fantasy's pretty inventive with, like, not doing the same shit. And calling it a mailbag, I feel like it is because everybody does a mailbag. So, uh, maybe we could do a mailbag but call it something different. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll think about that later if I think of something or if you guys think of something, let me know. But we are doing, basically, uh, we're diving into the Facebook private group and asked if they had questions. And they did. Um, anything goes. So, we're going to get to that in a second before we do that i love that anything goes anything part. goes i mean hey you want to you want to talk about uh you know um, you know vegetable juice we could do that you want to talk about hot dogs we could do that i mm. uh, yeah everything anything goes man anything goes uh, before we get into all this stuff i do have a couple of house cleaning issues don't forget uh, hook us or uh, look us up um, i haven't done this in a long time eatsleepfantasy.com follow us on twitter <laughs> at eatsleepff Follow John at JL underscore Chapman on Twitter. Follow Steven at SSPAC21 on Twitter as well. Um, you can find everything on Easley Fantasy, with all their articles. They write some cool stuff. They both also are writing other places besides ESF, so look them up and find all their articles uh, online. It's definitely, they're two of the most, Talented, insightful fantasy football analysts I know. So definitely check them out when you guys get a chance after you check us out.
0: I like that you didn't even laugh when you said that about us. So I love
1: you guys.
2: I know, man. Like, that was I, – I, it touched me. man. It hit me right in the feels. <laughs> yeah, I like so it. So I
1: have about two minutes left of talking, and then basically I'm going to shut up, and John and Steven will probably take over. Um, so I, a huge announcement, and I probably should have opened with this before I went into all the other stuff talking good about you guys. We have a big announcement. Are you guys ready?
0: Oh, yeah. I, Drum, roll. I've been,
1: Drum roll. I've been sitting on this uh, for, I don't know, a couple weeks. But we are now the official fantasy draft event of SportsCon. Uh, coming up this mm. mid, mid-July, mid July 13th, uh, 6 p.m. We are going to host a fantasy football event for everybody in the Dallas area. If you haven't thought about going to Dallas, Come to Dallas in mid-July. Uh, the event is called Draft Night Out. We are co-hosting it with East, uh, East Sleep Fantasy. We are East Sleep Fantasy. We are co-hosting it with Sleeper Wire. Uh, good podcast. They do good things. Uh, they are a non-profit uh, fantasy football podcast, one of a kind, which is pretty cool. Um, so, And they're really cool guys over there ran by uh, good dudes. So uh, definitely check out draftnightout.com. Check out what it's all about. Basically, we're going to be doing simultaneous live drafts, so up to 12 drafts at one time if you want to invite your whole league there or if you just want to get one ticket and then, you know, we'll put you in the league. Uh, you win prizes. There's going to be raffle tickets. Uh, I mean, we already have Melvin Gordon jersey, uh, Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster autographed football. I mean, we have like, I don't know, probably about 10 or 15 prizes, uh, A lot of a lot of Dallas stuff, Uh, some 80s stuff. I think there, John, I know you're, and and Steve actually, good big 49ers fans. I think there is a uh, famous, um, famous 49er from the 80s, Jerry something. Uh, His, his uh, jersey is autographed. We have one of those.
0: Jerry something. (laughs) Jerry, lice, lice,
2: Jerry
1: lice. Uh, So anyways, draftnightout.com. We're going to have draft boards by Draft Party USA. I mean, it's, this is a big event. Uh, drinks, uh, refreshments and dinner is going to be provided. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. It's all at Top Golf by the way. So if you haven't ever been in Top Golf, you can even golf while you're there. We have a couple bays reserved for you to try it out and, you know, for a couple hours we can go hit some balls with you. Um, drink party with you all night long. We're going to be there. So
0: there will be lots and copious amounts of alcohol present. Most likely. It's going to be a wonderful. night. I'm flying out from Cali just for this event. Uh, so excited. Dallas is kind of my home wrecking ground. So, uh, really excited. I have, I've spent some bad times at Topgolf that I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it's a fun place, man. So I'm excited. It is.
1: It is. It's going to be fun. And, uh, you know, again, DraftNightOut.com, and you can get all the details there. If you have any questions, let me know. The biggest thing is, here you go. Promo code ESF. You save ten percent off your tickets if you get it. And I, know, I want to know—I want to let you guys know that we only have one hundred twenty spots. So as soon as they're gone, you can't get it. So if you're thinking about getting it, go ahead and get your ticket now and uh, and reserve it because spaces are limited. And chances are, if you wait till the last minute, you're not going to be able to get in. It's just a capacity issue. So it's going to be a lot of DraftNightout.com.
2: fun. DraftNightOut.com. DraftNightOut.com.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Shots,
2: uh, shots on Dale. More importantly, probably shots off Dale, too. my belly button. That might be on the table.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why not? Uh, I might be on the table. Uh, Okay. Yes. (laughs) All right. So that's enough stuff. I hope I bored you um, with a lot of talking. And uh, it is promotional. Again, ESF is a promo code for that. So let's get into this episode. Um, I do have something we can talk about a little bit later, but I won't bore you with it now. Okay. Uh, let's go right into this mailbag Facebook private Facebook group. If you guys aren't familiar with the Facebook group, it's called the Eat Nation private group. It's on Facebook and uh, look us up. And if you want in, you can request to join. And I'm just letting people in all summer. So uh, if you want in, now's the time. All right, let's just go down this list here. I know you guys are going to have some insight. We talked a little bit off camera, uh, off air about some of these, but I want to know what you guys think and I'll add my two cents when you guys are done unless you cleared it um oh you know what let's play a game yeah yeah okay i love game. games okay so this is going to be kind of like around the horn on espn i have john and steve and i'm going to ask a question i want john and steve to answer i'm going to give a point to the best answer then i'm going to keep track winner the winner gets uh a free esf t-shirt
0: is yes. is Wade sending it?
1: <laughs> Wade is our March guy that doesn't uh, do very well sending things. <laughs> S-
2: Somebody's sending him his damn trophy. There's probably like you know a thousand people out there still waiting for t-shirts that are just piled up in Wade's house. So I'll say
0: this: he takes care of the listeners very well. He doesn't take care of us. Yeah, the listeners, he's great. He gets that stuff out.
2: Us, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're just we're just guys. We're somebody. Not really.
1: All right. Let's go straight to Balraj's question. Is Dak a good quarterback or is he trash hiding behind Zeke?
2: Uh, I don't think Dak's a good quarterback. Never have. Never will. So and all this nonsense too, they're talking about what were they talking about? Like 30 million a year possibly. And just preliminary talks about contract extensions and all that crap. I mean, Dak's just a guy that's going to manage games behind a lot of firepower on that offense right now. But the biggest thing is that if you take away Amari, you take away Gallup. And even if you still have Zeke, I think you're still going to get the same Dak, roughly. I mean, the guy's just going to be a game manager and if that's what you want to pay $30 million a year for, fine. But ultimately, that team is going to rely solely on
1: Z. Okay. John?
0: Yeah, he's
2: he's a better fantasy
0: quarterback than he is an NFL quarterback. And uh, he he is trash. And they're talking about $30 million a year, like Steve said. That is absolutely abysmal. Um, you know, if you look at the quarterbacks in the NFL making $30 million, there's four of them, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, and Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, no way in hell does he belong in that category. Now, fantasy-wise, he's put in three straight years, finishing as a top 12 quarterback. A lot of that has to do with his rushing potential. But uh, no, this is not a guy that will ever bring a Super Bowl to the Cowboys. And I think they have a great roster, I really do. But no, this is, if you want to fight for wild cards and maybe the division every few years, which I think is what Jerry
2: wants to do, he's your guy. Okay. Uh, I want, what, I'll, what I'll add to that is I think you're going to get, with what they have right now, these are probably going to be the best years you're going to get out of Dak.
1: Sure. All right. I'm going to give that point to John only because he mentioned the rushing potential. Uh, Dak Prescott was one of nine players with over 300 rushing yards last season. He did have six, six touchdowns, which is uh, pretty impressive. All right. Next question. Uh, is Bell going to break into the top five in running backs this year? Is who? Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Ooh. John, you go first.
0: I, I think that he will. Um, I, I think that the volume is going to be there. And so if we're talking about top five guys, you know, it, it, there's Kamara. You know, he's been up there, Saquon, CMC, Todd Gurley, then Zeke. So if there's going to be somebody that's going to fall out of that list, I think Gurley is kind of primed for that spot to fall out. And Le'Veon's going to have the volume. Everything that they're trying to do with Sam Darnold is keep him in manageable situations. And they paid out the wazoo to bring Bell in there. They're going; He's going to have 350 touches. So if he has that volume, then I, I think he can be a top five guy.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be uh, simply because you know, your point to the volume, right? Adam Gase, he loves to utilize uh running backs as receivers as well. So and they're really not gonna hand anybody else the ball out of that backfield either. And you could do you could do whatever you want with Le'Veon Bell. He's a utility knife. We've seen him do it in Pittsburgh. He really fits the mold of the system. So with the volume, yeah, sure. And I agree with anybody dropping out of there, it's probably going to be Gurley. I mean, we really don't know what's going on with that knee and we won't know either. And, you know, uh, with the Rams drafting Daryl Henderson, you know, McVay coming out saying that, you know, they've been looking for a guy to kind of pair up with Gurley. So there's some question marks there. So, Based on that alone, whether it's standard or PPR, I would put Le'Veon Bell top five this year. Yeah,
1: I think I'm gonna give one, that one to Steve. I I was looking for one thing, and neither of you guys mentioned, uh, you know, just the upgrade, a, a slight upgrade in the Jets' uh, defense this year. I think is gonna help out this offense. And actually, I really like. Oh, tremendously. I actually, really like Sam Darnold. Uh, probably a little bit better than most this year. I think he's going to kind of break into. I don't know that quarterback, you know, the top 15 or so quarterback uh, this year, you know, right around, um, you know, maybe above where like Ryan Tannehill was last year, you know, somewhere around that f- 15, 16, 17 range, I think. So, uh, my two cents. All right, next question. Uh, let's see. Soup Dave wants to know what do you think about the XFL? Is it going to make it past its first year?
2: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it's all these. What, what did they even make it the first year? The last time they attempted the XFL, I don't even remember. It's been a while, but no, I don't think so. I mean, realistically, the, the only way any of these other leagues are gonna come in and they're actually gonna last is if the NFL goes away. I mean, it's a gigantic company. It's king. It last I looked, it was you know a nine plus billion dollar company. Yeah. All these other leagues coming in, they don't really have the finances for it. You're, there's nothing that's gonna put, you know, people in the seats. So I, I don't know. I just I don't see it lasting a year.
0: I I think that we need a developmental league to some extent. I, I mean, the AAF came and disappeared pretty damn quick, and it actually had a really good following. The viewers were good. It uh, just wasn't run very well. The NFLPA refused to work with them to allow players off their rosters that, you know, weren't getting snaps to sign over. So uh, there's no way in hell the NFL is going to work hand in hand with Vince McMahon. Uh, It's just not happening. So because of that, I do not think that this lasts. Um, The NFL wants to be a season-long news cycle, and they've kind of done that with the draft start a free agency and all these different times and the the funny thing is like the draft got better ratings than the game seven in the nba playoffs like (laughs) the ratings are insane for any tidbit of news from the nfl and i think they're going to keep that keep it that way so i think they'll undermine it i don't think the xfl lasts i do like some of the stuff they do but it, it, it there's a reason why all these have failed before nfl is key
1: yep uh last last uh yes NFL is king obviously but last uh last time they were operable in 2001 they lost 35 million dollars only recuperating 30% of their combined initial 100 million dollar investment that's uh from wikipedia so i think this could last more than one season just depends on how much money is being pumped into it i mean the afl was broke because the money man didn't want to put any more money into it uh pretty much you know i mean i know that there was other issues with the nflpa and all that stuff but also the money man didn't want to put money into it so if this thing can get money pumped in then i think it has a chance to last a couple years at least and by that time maybe it'll be self-sustaining we'll see but i think there's i think there's gonna be a lot of money in this and uh and i think we might see it for a few years
2: Whoever survives needs the support from the NFL. And so far, yep. we have yet to see yep. that. Yep. Uh,
1: you, neither of you get a point. Uh, next question. Rick. So you get the point? Uh, Yeah, actually, I'm going to start playing Dale. One point.
2: Are you going to throw the card off to the <laughs> side and everything, too? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, Ricky Fleming wants to know, David Johnson bouncing back into the top ten this year. Um, yeah, I, I
0: about- want to talk. This bothers me. Um, Fleming, you're a good dude. <laughs> All right, let me just be honest with you. I like you.
2: Oh, here we go. However,
0: (laughs) David Johnson was top 10 last year. I I don't understand the hate. Um, You know, David Johnson, he had his one injury where he broke his wrist in the first game of the season in 2017, but he has finished 8th, 1st, and ninth. So that is three top 10 finishes. He is a top 10 back, and the receiving potential that he is going to get in Cliff Kingsbury's offense is going to be incredible. Um, now, it, the thing with David Johnson, we talked a little bit about this. I'm going to steal all of Steve's talking points just so he can struggle.
1: Oh. Um, you're like, you're going to like be rabbit him right now.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, he's going just going dickhole. You know,
2: not a, just who he is. It is.
0: I can't change it. I can't. <laughs> Somebody asked me like, what, sh- what would your nickname in fantasy be? And I was like, oh, the fantasy a hole. Like that's just. <laughs> What my mom called me. So, um, But anyway, like he's going to get 70 receptions this year. I really do think that is the case. And on top of that, his rushing numbers will go down in this offense um, just because it's an air raid system. But he is not going to be facing eight-man boxes anymore. The Cardinals went out, and they don't care about offensive line. Their offensive line is terrible. Instead, they draft three wide receivers because they are going to be in four and five wide receiver sets the majority of the thing and with the mobile quarterback kyler murray back there that freezes the backside linebacker this guy is going to kill it this year love me some david johnson
2: yeah i mean he'll be inside the top 10 i don't think he'll be number 10 he'll be inside that i mean the other thing too with uh, kingsbury there i mean david johnson is used it, it he runs the air raid, but there's the read option, right? So in David Johnson, that's a very similar system to what he actually had in college. So he's kind of going back to what he came from. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can see his his rushing touches going down, but the receiving volume is definitely going to be there. There's, there's going to be no way whatsoever, uh, based on that system that Kingsbury runs, that David Johnson's not going to get utilized. I mean, I won't be surprised if he gets, you know, Not Le'Veon Bell volume that we're expecting, but he's going to get 250-plus touches this year. I firmly believe that. So, yeah, for sure. And if you really look at last year, you know, where he finished, the guy was consistent all season. They had a depleted offensive line. They had a rookie quarterback. And, you know, the only two real receivers they had was Larry Fitzgerald and then the rookie Christian Kirk. So a lot of new pieces involved. You know, everybody's going to have to pay attention to everything. There's going to be less attention on David Johnson, even though more than likely between him and Kyler Murray, they're going to be the focal points of that offense. So, yes, absolutely. He's going to be inside the top 10, not number 10.
1: Over, under 1,450 yards.
2: Total or rushing? Total, total? total. Over. Oh, way over. Over, over for sure. I mean,
0: this was the guy that was, like, very close to hitting a 1,000 receiving and a 1,000 rushing uh, just and two he years still ago. wants that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's gonna uh, be even close to that. Guys, I mean, this he is... almost hit fourteen hundred last year. Yeah,
1: this is what we're saying. Last year, time. though, it is. It's you know he was so close two years ago, and we're saying that last year, or actually it was what was it? Yeah, it was two years ago. This, three years ago.
2: I don't know. This is a little different though, because the other thing too, what Kingsbury brings to the table is he's bringing you know, I guess for lack of a better word, a gimmicky offense, a gimmicky system that, you know, the NFL really hasn't seen yet. So it's going to take some uh, defenses to adjust, time to adjust, coordinators time to adjust. So there's going to be that option there. I don't know. I I firmly believe that, you know, he could be very close to doing that if he doesn't do it, but he's definitely going to be north of 1,400 yards all purpose. And and,
0: and that's the thing, like, you you kind of – epitomize what everybody thinks yeah we said this last year but but what he had almost he had over 1300 yards and 10 touchdowns with 50 receptions that's in a dreadful situation in the word yeah exactly <laughs> like this is i mean absolutely you talk about like high floors and i'm one of those people that believes i hate risk in the first round i do not like it so whether that's redraft or dynasty i want super safe And David Johnson is exactly that. He's not even going in the first round. You know, a a lot of people in our dynasty draft, he went with the 24th pick. Like, he is dropping. Um, You know, his average draft position across several different sites is 16. So, this is a guy you get in the second round that's going to be a guaranteed top 10 running back outside of injury. Hell yeah. I love this guy.
1: Stop stop me when I've gone too far. Um, Just looking at. Stop. Just just looking. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh let, let me just list you in some names from last year and you tell me um when david johnson who david johnson will be better than todd Gurley, saquon barkley Point flip
2: yeah bar- not barker barkley. christian
1: mccaffrey no alvin kamara no. no zeke no no james connor yes yeah. okay so, that,
0: see this is that that this is why I like tiered rankings, right? right. Because I I like James Conner, I like uh, you know, Johnson. I think they're great and they're kind of in that same tier. So the question is, all right, I have these two guys or three guys in the same tier. Joe Mixon, James Conner, David Johnson, for example. Who am I going to take? My question is, who has the least amount of risk? And I don't think there's any doubt between these types of uh, types of guys. James Conner, you know, with his illness history, plus who knows if Roethlisberger rapes another girl in the bathroom stall. Uh, they've lost their wife. Like, they're just, it's a mess. Uh, Joe Mixon, he could knock out another girl. He's got four other running backs in the backfield with him now. David Johnson has no competition in a position that is guaranteed high volume. Um, so that, that's why I think they're similar, but I would take Johnson. I okay. know I cut you off, but I'm, I do that too much.
1: Uh, I am giving the point to Steve only because he showed some grit and going second after you try to steal all of his, uh, all of his, um, words. Well done, Steve. Yeah, so. Thanks. All right. I appreciate it. Next question.
2: That. Asshole. <laughs> I know. That's fine.
1: Uh, Balrog. I call worse by better. <laughs> Balraj wants to know if I have tried asparagus water yet. I have not. This is coming from a group. uh,
2: Dude, how have you not? You ate a carrot dog a couple weeks ago. Well, I
1: ate a carrot dog. You
2: didn't have asparagus water with that?
1: (laughs) Well, what's even worse is this is coming from the group because you guys can make fun of me or whatever, but this is a serious illness (laughs) that I have. Um, I actually had a gout flare-up. I don't know if I talked about this on the pod before. Oh, that's, that
0: stuff's not fun. No. Um, that's the rich man's disease. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Right.
2: Oh, that's not um, fun.
1: Yeah, no, it really, really sucked. And so I was like, I was down to try anything. So I was drinking cherry juice and, uh, and then my wife got me celery juice because she read something online. So I posted the celery juice and everybody was oh. making fun of me because I'm eating, I'm drinking this stuff. Um, looking at me, it doesn't look like I'm very much into health food. But, uh, I... I don't think any of us look like that at all. Nick's about the only one. But, anyways, I tried the celery juice. It wasn't bad. I chugged it, um, and I think it helped a little bit. Um, but, anyways, so he's asking if I had asparagus water. It just looks like asparagus inside the water. So, yeah, uh, it wasn't.
2: Yeah, you might as well just go out to, uh, you know, a flower pot, just pull yeah. them out and drink yeah, the water. We actually. live in yeah. weird times.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, man this uh the celery water wasn't too bad um but the cherry juice was a little it it was like um if you like cranberry juice it's like a little bit more tart than cranberry juice so um, what
0: is juice what <laughs> it's a shout out to dave Chappelle. there's a few <laughs> listeners that like that a lot uh, i want that drink baby i don't know what juice is sorry i'm sorry so sorry
1: no, you're not. All right. Matt Deems wants to know, what is Gurley's draft value? Currently, uh, Todd Gurley is running back five on the ADP consensus on Fantasy Pros. He's also the fifth overall player. Um, so where do you guys see his value? I know we kind of already talked about a little bit nervous about his uh, injury and how that's going to play out the rest of the offseason. season. But what, are your, what do you guys think about uh, Gurley heading into the season?
2: See, like, overall and running back, I mean, I have him inside my top five, but I don't know. I think I'm going to back him off a little bit. I think I'm actually going to target him just outside of that. I just – I don't know. I need to see some more. I I have some concern about that knee. I mean, even in recent months, you know – the world of TMZ, they're all around everything. And you, you've seen them limping around still. Uh, and, again, they drafted Daryl Henderson. They've been looking for a compliment. Uh, Gurley has seen a lot of miles um, in his young NFL career. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's that's also a major concern. But the, the guy is a talent. He, he's he's ex- and obviously an extremely good NFL running back. He does it all. So, you know, to – Take him anywhere outside of like just past the top five. That's that's about as far as I'm going. But I I have some concerns with him going forward.
0: Yeah, I, the tendonitis in the knee for a running back is scary. But the thing is this. How old do y'all think Todd Gurley is? Like, if you had to take a guess at his age, maybe you know. How old is Todd
2: Gurley? Do y'all know? He's he's only like 20. 23, 24 he's, at yeah, best. Yeah, 24. He's a young guy. He's 24. So, as far as and like... he's had a lot of touches in a young, 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 young state. Yeah, right? he he has. And the volume has been too much.
0: And I think that the Rams coaching staff has realized, all right, we can't. We're going to ruin this kid's career. So, you bring somebody else in. Now, having said that... He finishes the number three fantasy option in only 14 games. In one of those games, he didn't really play a lot. The touchdown potential is incredible. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. 17 rushing touchdowns, four reception touchdowns. Like, this guy can score nonstop. So, uh, there's no doubt if he is even similar. Let's say he misses the first four games. He's still going to be a top 12 running back. Um, and he is that one guy like if you remember back two years ago if you didn't have Todd Gurley on your team you didn't win a championship Um, I made it to five championships that year and I won one Um, (laughs) I lost to Todd Gurley in the other four Uh, he is that type of player that can totally win a league for you and because of that people are going to remember and he will be going you know top five top six I, I don't see him dropping a lot more unless some bad reports come out but this guy he can win it all for you you draft him one time and you're good so um i i still think a lot of people are going to remember what he did for him back in 2017 or 16
1: yeah yeah for sure i am giving steve that point because john bragged about how many championships he went to
0: I'll, i only won <laughs> one it wasn't meant to be a brag that it was, was, a like humble, a, it was a humble brag
1: john don't do it nah, again uh, losing is show. losing <laughs>
0: why don't you say the real reason why is
2: because I beat you in our championship last year. I think that's why. Uh, we'll hey, move on. guys got to take the guys got to take shots so when opportunities present themselves. Right? I, like I like it.
0: I think that we should continue this game and you should give every point to Steve and insult me like a different way each time. I would
2: absolutely love that. I mean, that as fun as that would be. It kind of takes the fun away.
1: All right. Um. let's see. Do you think Amari Cooper will get paid in Dallas or sent walking, especially with those rookie contracts coming up? Can they afford it? So, basically, what's Amari Cooper's long-term situation in Dallas? Does he have one? So,
2: I think they're absolutely nuts if they pay him whatever number he's asking because OBJ, I don't remember, he's 16 or 18 million a year, one of those two numbers, and if he's looking north of that, I'm sorry, but Amari Cooper is not worth that. I mean, yeah, sure he had a great, you know, second half of the season last year. Just going over to Dallas, sure he's the number one there, definitely in a better situation than he was in with the Raiders. But absolutely not. And Dallas would be absolutely insane to do that, especially if they're talking about giving Dak thirty million a year. Uh, you know, they have other players that are coming up that they're gonna have to pay. Otherwise, you know, you're just gonna keep walking. So, I just, I I don't know. They're already in cap hell, and (laughs) if they, if they pull off all or try to make all these deals, especially signing Cooper and Dak to contracts that they do not deserve, hey, guess what? They're not. They're just gonna keep, you know, on the path of not winning championships. So there's no way in hell that he signs that. And if they were smart, they either say this is it or walk. Then let his ass walk. Let somebody else give him that ridiculous money.
0: Yeah, it, it, you can't let him walk though. You just traded a first round draft pick for the guy. So you mean what are you
2: gonna do? Pay him twenty million a year?
0: They're gonna have to. Uh, Jerry Jones, if he does anything, he signs his top guys. If there is a marketing brand with that player, then he's gonna sign him. The problem is, he just signed. You know the defensive end, which he probably should have signed. That was a good deal to, to Marcus Lawrence. Now he's going to have to sign Dak for 30. Well, then you're going to throw on 20 for Amari Cooper. Well, guess what? Now you got Zeke up. This is going to this is how you do not build a franchise. <laughs> it's absolutely backwards. And all of these contracts are coming up, they're going to see almost everybody walk and they're going to have almost all of their cap tied up in five guys and uh, this is the Cowboys, you know, uh, one of the worst general managers in all of football. Uh, Jerry Jones, you know, I, I can't stand the guy. I think he's an incredibly smart businessman, but he does not know how to build a franchise inside out, and he's proven that. As soon as the salary cap hit in ninety six, they haven't done anything since then. So, anyway, oh, what's, what's they funny won about one? That they too. won one
2: since then, but is they're talking about all these contracts and all that stuff, and then. Uh, I actually just saw it earlier that Jones is saying there is no contract extension in play for uh, Jason Garrett right now. Yeah, he does that every so, year. And yeah.
0: if they win a playoff game, then he'll stay. If not, I think he'll fire him. But as Sean, the thing is this: if you if you want to pay attention to Cowboys fans, when Drew Brees retires, Garrett is fired. I, I'm willing to bet everything I have on that. Sean Payton will come over because Jerry Jones will make Sean Payton the highest paid coach in the NFL. Yeah. Um, that's it's going true. to happen.
2: Yeah, and rightfully so.
1: Yeah, right. uh, I'll give John that point because he talked a lot about numbers, and uh, <laughs> he, he had a lot of numbers in there, and I, I feel bad not to give it to you. So.
2: Numbers. It's all about mm-hmm. the numbers.
1: All right. Um, let's see. The next one. Uh, okay, Tom Brady had 29 touchdowns last year. That's 10th best in uh, – in the NFL, but that was his fewest in 16 game season since 2013, when he had 25 touchdowns. Will Tom Brady cross 25 touchdowns this year?
0: I think he will. Um, they love to throw, um, you know, around the end zone. If you think about, you know, what James White was able to do. Now I understand that Gronk is gone. I get that, but there's these matchup games where they come out and they say, hey, we can take advantage of the secondary. We're going to throw the ball 50 times this game. And, you know, Tom Brady had several games last year where he had over 35 passing attempts. So, yeah, he's going to go several times where he has zero touchdowns. Again, If you, here's the thing that's crazy with him. And let me say this. He can disappear or he can be amazing. And he disappeared <laughs> through the playoffs last year. So if you had him uh, for the playoffs, you didn't win. Uh, several different games, you know, week 13, one touchdown, 15, one touchdown, week 16, one touchdown. So uh, when you need him, he is going to screw you over. He is, that's, it's almost like they write a script where they're going to say, hey, we're going to show everybody how great we are. And then anybody that relies on us in fantasy, we're just going to crap in their face. And this always happens with him. So he'll hit the number, but he's going to disappoint you.
2: It's just what happens in fantasy. So TB12, uh, you know, drafted sixth overall. Uh,
1: I don't know okay, what wait, year stop, it was, stop, but stop. I'm just throwing, I'm just hold throwing hold on, hold on, numbers on. out. Because, I'm telling you, right now I'm deducting a point from Steve and adding a point to John because Steve said TB12. Okay, go ahead.
2: Oh, thank God you. God, now, see – Your whole scoring system sucks because I was just throwing numbers out there just to try and get points. That's awesome. Steve's so competitive. (laughs) No, so anyways, uh, yeah, he he should be. Uh, I don't see a reason why not. I mean, with the addition of Nikhil Harry, I mean, rookie rookie wide receiver, but they also added Austin Seferia Jenkins, which I think he's going to be a pretty good fit there. I mean, one-year deal, but... You know, the, the receiving aspect of this game will not 100% replace Gronk, but it's serviceable. Uh, you still have, you know, unique, dynamic uh, running backs that are receivers out of the backfield. You still have Julian Edelman. There's still pieces there. And yeah, sure, they relied heavily on the run uh, last year and playing defense and all that stuff. But, I mean, I, I can't see him not crossing that 25 mark at all this year.
1: Cool. All right. I'm. Uh, I already deducted a point, and added a point, so that I'll just take care of that. Okay. Like
2: yeah. Whatever. Throw your card. <laughs> Next question.
1: <laughs> uh, quick question before we only have a couple questions left here, but I am really curious about one thing, and and I know this is a kind of a regional thing. I don't know. Are yard sales like uh, are they like um nationwide, or is it only in certain parts of the country? mostly the sales?
0: south mostly the south yeah that's what i was um, kind of thinking i haven't seen very many since i moved out to cali a few years ago but uh i do live in an apartment complex so maybe that's why we don't have yards
2: i see them all the time Damn. in michigan michigan's
0: really part of the south not geographically
2: <laughs> but pretty much every other way everything about that made so much sense <laughs> <laughs>
1: I um I had a yard sale last week, and I actually so sold like I don't know I made like three hundred bucks off my junk, which is good because me and my wife we tro- for some your junk is
2: worth three hundred bucks pretty much hey Hey. dude your wife scored. I'm you. um
1: <laughs>
2: he doesn't know what you're referencing he's
0: talking about your penis
1: oh <laughs> um. anyways we. Uh, <laughs> We sent, um, we had for two people that don't collect like anything, we just have junk laying around. So we did a little yard sale, like I said, made some money. Um, You know, like basically went through like my, does everybody have a junk drawer? Do you have one, right? Yeah. So we went through that. Every house has one. Yeah. So like I had like an old, um, (laughs) like old digital camera, um, you know, stuff like that, uh, some tools that I just put on the table. Somebody and,
0: uh, bought a digital camera. Yes,
1: for uh, for uh, how much was it? Fifteen bucks.
0: Wow, I don't even know what to do with
1: that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's hoping there was pictures on it. And after you walked away, I was like, "Shit, I don't know what's on it." Like, and <laughs> nothing, you know, too crazy. But it was probably pictures of your job. It, it could have been. There. It could have been. Um, and then also I sold my old PS3. Hey, tell me if this is a good deal. I had like five games, which consisted of like madden 15 uh i don't know a bunch of like old like nba 2k like 16 or something like really old games and stuff so i have five of those ps and the oldest ps3 and two controllers and i sold it for 40 bucks whoa was that too low uh no yeah i thought yeah, it was okay
0: you, you when was the last time you turned it on
1: like two years
0: there you go yeah yeah so see stuff like I, that. i'm the philosophy of let's get rid of the stuff is my goal my wife is no we need money and i'm just like i just want the stuff gone yeah like yeah. i'm a purger let's burn it all yeah like i want to put a sign that says free and just put everything out there mm-hmm. like i'm not haggling if i'm selling something for 20 bucks and somebody says i'll give you seven dollars for it i'm like five Yep. like no no look i want it gone
1: i'm gonna do everybody a big favor here if you're gonna have a yard sale, this is what you do, and this is you trap people. Because when I first when I first started, it was seven o'clock in the morning, and people were saying Dale swindle." people were saying, "Oh, how much is this?" And I would say five dollars. They go, uh, eh. and they would like walk and look at other stuff. And so many people did that, and it was annoying the shit out of me. And so eventually, they were like, "Oh, how much is this?" And this is a this is a trick. I'm telling you guys, you tell them make an offer, and they say three dollars. I say, "Sure, it's yours." Then they have to get it for $3. Like, they can't say no after that because they, they made the offer. And so every time I did that, bam, things were getting sold. How much is this? Uh, you know, it was a little trinket of my wife. So I was like, make an offer. $2, it's yours. And they have to give me the $2. Just no more saying, eh, I'll look around or whatever. Like, they are, they they have to. So I trap them into buying stuff.
2: So note to self, if you go to Dale's yard sale and he says make an offer, say hey, free. At
1: this point, and I'm kind of like what John was saying, like, we just wanted to get rid of it. So like she had a box when she was, when my wife was like 10 years old, she collected thimbles and she had a box of like ceramic thimbles and, uh, yeah, somebody bought it for five bucks. I said, make an offer. Five bucks. I said, sure. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like it's not doing anything for us anymore. So anyways, I wanted to give everybody that tip. If you're going to go yard sailing or if you are a yard sailor, make sure you, um, make sure you just tell them, tell them that little trick.
2: Man. We are the, yeah. I'm all, I'm all for just opening the top of my garbage can and dumping <laughs> shit in there. Yep.
1: The, well, the worst part about the yard sale actually was like, we had a bookshelf. Um, it was like a shitty, you know, just a shitty cheap bookshelf that we probably bought from Walmart like 10 years ago for like 15 bucks. But it was like, so people would go buy it and twice this happened. They're like, Oh, how much is this? And I'm like $10 and they're like, Ooh, like how much, like what price would you have taken it for? And they're like they're looking at like little stuff, I'm like, you know, oh how much is this? And this is when I was first starting, uh, before I figured out my trick. But they're like, Oh, how much is this? I'm like, a dollar. Hold on just one sec. And I was like, A dollar. And uh, they're like, oh, and they were to walk past it. It's like, what do you want me to say that'll make you buy this? It was crazy. So anyways, I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Nope. All right.
0: I do feel like we are the yard shell yard sell of fantasy
1: football. Definitely, definitely. One thing about ESF that i learned as well while I'm on this topic, we are definitely, and and I can almost say this with certainty, everybody listening, and it's no, uh, I'm not taking any credit away from people that work hard on the podcast, on our podcast, but we are not anybody's favorite podcast. I'm almost positive of that, and I'm okay with it because I think I'm like, we're like the consensus, like number two or three, but we're never number one. Like nobody ranked us number one ever. And I'm okay with it. I did. It's just a uh a realization I had. Like if you're listening and we are your number one, you probably don't listen to very many fantasy football podcasts, or you're just you're you just really, really get us. And not everybody does, and I'm not expecting to.
2: You know what? You want to be number two because 'cause you're the That's shit right. Dale. That's
1: right. There you go. I like that. Okay. That seems <laughs> that sounds like a uh good punchline for a rap song.
2: Yeah. You like that? Yeah.
1: Bet you uh, Tupac is uh, rolling his grave, wishing he thought of that.
0: That's how I do it. <laughs> That's how I do it. Staying away from this topic. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh, All right,
1: man. let's end up on this. Uh, actually, we have, I have two quick questions. One from Jack Hollis: uh, Who is the next man up if Bengals uh, for the Bengals if mixing goes down or something happens? What's the Bengals situation here? They just, the reason I'm kind of bringing this up too is because they just acquired uh, Darren Hall off waivers uh, this week and they drafted uh, two running backs in the draft, Rodney Eris, Anderson, excuse me, and Trayvon Williams. So they basically have a bunch of running backs. Mixon is obvious, number one. I mean, he's going to be the workhorse, but then they have a ton of running backs behind him. What do we do here? Is there anything being said for the running the Cincinnati Bengals?
2: So, Beefing like, I, I think the guy who has the most talent is Rodney Anderson. The problem with him is he has a gigantic history of injuries. And, I mean, last year he broke and dislocated his ankle. So I'm not really sure how he's going to come back from that. If you go back to the previous season, the guy dominated. So, I mean, ultimately, if he's healthy – Uh, he's he's the best talent he he would be the guy but there's a gigantic question mark there outside of that Travion Williams uh, I he's he's number three uh in my mind so if Mixon goes down Anderson's healthy has a good camp he's going to be the number two guy there so that's one to monitor but I think your safest one's going to be Travion Williams
0: yeah, yeah, I agree with Steve here, which I hate saying, but Rodney Anderson would have been the number one running back in this draft class, the entire draft class, if he was healthy. He is unbelievable. You're talking over 18 touchdowns in one year alone production, but, again, broke his leg, uh, had a neck issue, ACL. Like, this guy, he just he gets hurt a lot. So at running style, he is identical to Mixon. Like, that is an absolute perfect pairing as far as their skill set. Large. Great hands, too. Yeah, and he's never lost a fumble in his career. Like, this guy has insane upside. Uh, If we get to Travion Williams, who, again, I had these guys ranked back-to-back. He's a really tough kid. Uh, He's a lot smaller, 5'8", 206. And he's going to be a little bit more of that third down back slash uh, Giovanni Bernard, which I don't know why they're wasting so much draft capital at this position. Um, it seems like a mess, but it seems like they're ready to move on from Giovanni Bernard. Um, but yeah, Roddy Anderson's got to be the guy. Williams, we'll see. Uh, they might even put him out there at wide receiver some uh, and let him get some get some yards after contact by creating just screens and jet sweeps because he, he's not the fastest forty guy, but he just creates in space. A lot of fun to watch. So they're loaded. They they had a lot of needs elsewhere. I don't know what they were doing there, but Roddy Anderson should be the guy.
1: Okay, cool. Good to know. Last question. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Uh, the Falcons drafted two offensive linemen in the first round, uh, which surprised some uh, looking through the draft grades of a lot of different sites. they Nobody's really in love with the Falcons' decisions this year. Uh, but given that being said, with the O-line being, I guess, improved, if these guys really work out, is Devonta Freeman a good by-low candidate?
2: Yeah, 100%. I think so.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. This year, your team.
2: No, all right. I was going to say, I, I mean, like, I think so, man, because it, it, realistically, too, uh, I think another good situation with him is Dirt Cutter being back there as the OC. Um, however, you know, just talking about the talent of Rodney Anderson and all that, same thing with Freeman, it comes down to health. I mean, he has a good history of hamstring problems, just injuries in the lower extremities in general, so – You know, if he's a guy that could stay healthy, he's a a top 10 running back. I I mean, he really is. The guy could do it all. He he can get between tackles. He can get outside. He's a great receiving back. He's a very talented individual. Just ultimately comes down to health. So, yeah, I mean, if you need a running back of any kind, doesn't matter one, two, three, if you're absolutely desperate, go out there, throw some offers. See if you can buy him low because some people might not be as high on him right now. Uh, especially after last year. I know people have uh, varied opinions about Edel Smith, not saying Edel Smith's going to be the number one guy there, but, you know, potential to, you know, take more touches than expected away from Freeman. I don't see that happen. You know, I I don't see Edo and Freeman being like how Freeman and Coleman was. So, yeah, if you're starving for running backs, go out there and get a cheap. like I, yeah.
1: I think uh, going into next episode, Next week, we're gonna talk a lot about guys who um, made you know maybe just off your radar, or guys that you should really be excited about that not a lot of people are. And Devontae Freeman's definitely one of them. I mean, his ADP is running back 21, so that's a low end RB2, and he's going in the early 40s overall, 44th pick. Uh, so yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of value there and to bounce back for sure. I mean, I know you talk about his injury history. The last five seasons, he played 16. 15, 16, 14, and then of course last year he only played two. So, even given you know the illusion, and I do think it's an illusion that you know he has this horrible history with injuries. He hasn't really missed that much time, and you know with the exception, of course, all last season pretty much. So
0: the concussion is scary. Though. Yeah, it is. I, I agree. Because I agree. whenever you have a guy that gets a concussion and misses, you know, a ridiculous amount of time, that is scary. But the upside is there this was the number one running back in all of fantasy in 2015 like he is the the talent's there he has less competition like steve said i do think ito smith will have a role maybe short yardage maybe goal line which could hurt him but with where you're getting Devonte freeman like nobody would be shocked if he finished in the top 10 and you can get well, him that, in the 20s or 30s right now
2: that startup dynasty we just did like, he went, uh, he went number 43 overall. Right, so Dynasty, he's going to be docked
0: a little bit just because there's so many more questions to his longevity. He is only 27, so he's not even that old. So there, he still has two to three quality years. And that old line, uh, back to what Dale said, they drafted two run-blocking offensive linemen. And so it, this offense can only get better. They didn't lose anybody. They only got better. I guess Tevin Coleman, but that's it.
1: Looking at the ADPs of similar running backs going before Devonta Freeman, I'm going to give you a list here. And these are guys that I would, that I would take Devonta Freeman over. Uh, let's start with Philip Lindsay. I would take Freeman over him. I'd take Freeman over Kerryon Johnson. I'd probably take Freeman over Dar- Damian Williams. Yes, I would. Um, yeah. And then that stops because I am really high on Marlon Mack. Um I, I am too, but he's a little. I'd probably to stay okay. Would you guys take Freeman over Leonard Fournette? Mm, no,
0: dynasty no, and redraft
1: no. Really?
2: Mm. I'm. I am i might in redraft.
1: Yeah, I think I might in redraft as well. What about? I, and this is going to be an interesting topic because I don't think his ADP really is going to. I think it's going to go down as the season gets closer. Sony Michelle, uh, no. Take Sony Michelle over Freeman every day. Yeah.
0: Sony Michelle could have twenty yeah. rushing touchdowns
2: this year. Yeah, just uh I mean, I know he saw a lot last year, but I just hate that backfield. I and mean, they go and draft Damian Harris this year. You know, and I'm sure that's to get rid of Burkhead, but right. I just I don't know. I hate that backfield. Yeah. But yeah, I'd probably still Are take that. Are you Michelle really
1: gonna over. bet I mean okay. I maybe that's for another episode, but uh I'm not when you're just looking at the potential, I think f- when you're talking about being safe. Do you really think Sony Michel is safer than DeVonta Freeman?
0: Only because yes. of the touchdowns. I do believe okay. that he is. Okay. Uh I mean again, Patriots screw everybody over. I get that, but you look at what that kid did down the stretch. You're talking nine touchdowns in the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. It is.
1: It is. Uh just and I'm going to end I'm going to end on this. I'm going to take Marlon Mack over Leonard Fournette and Sony Michelle i just just let you know.
0: I give a point like to it. Dale for acting like he has a bold take and <laughs> saying he is something that most people agree with.
2: I give a point to Dale for just doing this game. There you go. There you go. I go lost on, track of scoring.
1: Uh, John has three. Steve has two. I think uh, Steve blew it for himself when he said TB12.
2: Yep. I did. I did.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: You know, That's what you get. <laughs> I know man I know it's just those it's it's that the moment you wish you could grab the words back
1: you know <laughs> all right uh, guys don't forget draftnightout.com promo code esF we're really excited about the draft night out uh, in Dallas Texas in mid-july come out hang out with us draft with us eat drink um, all that good stuff just have a, have a good time if you guys can get free for the weekend it'll be awesome I'm telling you I, you will not regret coming out and hanging out with us uh, along with a couple other you know really fun people including every everybody from the sleeper wire team too so um definitely check it out draftnightout.com and uh for john chapman at jl underscore chapman on twitter steven spacrotelli at sspac21 on twitter both really good follows and instagram yeah, and instagram john just posts videos of his dog on instagram if you want to watch that
0: i had to carry that fat they're ass co- bulldog they're, they're up the stairs today oh he's 13 years old he's gotta go soon wow
1: that's old for a bulldog Is <laughs> oh, he have I any health him. issues yet
0: none wow just being fat none <laughs> he just the stairs it's just the stairs. if you've seen avengers like when hulk has to take the stairs that's what
2: it's like
1: spoiler alert
2: What's oh, a spoiler there? Jeez. Hulk takes stairs.
1: I didn't know that he took the so, stairs.
2: So so who's bigger, Tank or Fat Thor? Oh
0: man, they're pretty much the same creature.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, same now there's creature. Fat Thor. Now you really ruined it for me. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Who said that?
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, that's your fault.
1: I haven't exactly. seen Infinity War yet. So
2: The first one? You know what though? Yeah.
1: In 11
2: days, so I heard this this morning. In 11 days, that movie has made 2.2 billion dollars. So now it only, it, it only sits behind Avatar for grossing the most amount of money. And Avatar, I can't remember what the number was that they had, but they did it in like 47 days. That's crazy. So End Game reached 2 billion quicker than any Here's
1: movie. Yeah, fact. but
0: when Avatar was out, tickets were only four dollars.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, here, here's a fun fact. Uh,
2: Way to just shit all over that fact,
1: Five, <laughs> Five movies have hit over two billion. Zoe Saldana has been in three of those five.
0: Oh, I think there's something to it. She is magical. Yep. It's almost like she's green or something.
1: Oh, I like it. Okay. Boom. Nope, Steve. That just lost you everything.
0: Boom. I already won. You already said it. Can't take back. <laughs>
1: all right, guys. For John Chapman, I'm Dale. Oh, and Steve. Okay, let me do that again. For John That's Chapman right. and Steve, I'm Dale. Thanks for listening to Eat Sleep Fantasy. We'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah,
0: Eat Sleep Fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts. Running backs better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it. Hype like Fantasy. Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy, yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy, Woo. Uh-huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy.